Hello, this is Susan Pallister hosting a very special edition of the Wonderful Us podcast. As you can probably tell from the music, this is quite different. What I'm going to do today in this programme is actually read out to you a very short extract from one of my short stories. The story is called Sebastian's Story and it's based on two memories. One, a lovely memory of my mum and the second, a memory of my grandma. One of the earliest and loveliest memories that I have of my mum is coming home from school. I must have been about six, seven years old and bringing home a library book and each week I would sit beside her and just once she would read the book with me and she would turn the pages slowly she had this wonderful reading aloud voice and that stayed with me it's still a memory that I have of her one of the most distinct memories I have of my grandma is sitting beside a large oak tree in the North Yorkshire village of Scorby when I was eight years old. I've integrated both of these memories into Sebastian's story. For as long as I can remember, I've always lived with Aunt Martha. We share a Victorian house set back from a quiet road in one of the old northern districts of England. Tower House has always been Aunt Martha's family home. She's even shown me the room where 75 years ago she was born, full of light and decorated with fading family photographs. It feels like a room abandoned by time, but somehow I'm drawn to it. I spend hours there looking at the old pictures and imagining what life was like for Aunt Martha in the years of plenty and happiness. Most evenings before bedtime, Aunt Martha tells me stories about life before the year of the Great Flood. They fill me with a sense of unease. But I know that if I am with Aunt Martha, no harm will come to me. I'm not sure what had happened to me before I came to live with Aunt Martha. And every time I ask her, she replies that she doesn't know anything but tells me she is the luckiest person in the world to have me in her life. She also tells me that we're fortunate to live in a house full of magic and mystery. Aunt Martha's rules are quite simple. I can go almost anywhere I want, but I must never, ever enter the attic room on the top floor or play with other children from the neighbourhood. Aunt Martha says I'm not like most other eight-year-olds, and so she has agreed with her brother Gideon, that I should never be sent away to school. Aunt Martha usually takes a nap in the afternoons. The three pills I give her help her to relax. And when she wakes several hours later, we often go into the ancestral library, where she chooses the book she wants to read. There's also a box piled high with stories which she has selected especially for me. I think they were probably own favourite books when she was a child. I love it when Aunt Martha reads aloud to me. I try to sit as close to her as I can, turning the pages for her. I study the words and lifelike illustrations and when I look up at Aunt Martha, I always think how beautiful she is. 
Sometimes, when she catches me staring at her, she whispers in my ear and says, Never grow old, Sebastian. And I promise her I will try my best. And then she ruffles my hair and calls me her Peter Pan. But last week, something very strange happened. On Monday, she refused to take her afternoon pills. I could hear her moving around upstairs. And I think she was quite angry as she kept slamming doors and using forbidden words like damn and blast. And even worse, bloody hell and bugger it. I decided it was best to keep out of the way. And after a short while, I heard her go downstairs and open the singular back door which leads to the garden. When it was safe to do so, I peeked out of the window and I saw Aunt Martha striding down the path carrying a small black bag. She stopped by the garage and had a bit of a struggle trying to prise open the moss-ridden doors. But after a few enormous shoves, she succeeded in forcing her way inside. And several minutes later, she emerged once again into the daylight, carrying a huge spade. (laughs) I chuckled when I saw her as she was covered from head to toe in grey dust and grimy cobwebs. However, this was just a minor setback, and soon she made her way towards our favourite oak tree growing at the bottom of the garden. When she reached her destination, she looked all around her. She was evidently on a very secret mission. I simply couldn't help myself, and before I knew it, I was running down the stairs, two steps at a time, and then sliding down the final part of the banister, which I'm not supposed to do, and within seconds found myself standing by Aunt Martha. Lieutenant Sebastian at your disposal, waiting for your orders, ma'am. I saluted her like a good soldier and stood as tall as I could in readiness for her instructions. No one followed you, did they, Sebastian? We must be so careful these days. You must promise me. You will never tell the others what we're about to do. Now, I wasn't sure who the others were, and I decided when the time was right, I would ask Aunt Martha who or what she was referring to. I listened carefully to Aunt Martha's instructions, which meant I had to dig the largest ever hole right at the base of the gnarled old oak tree. I would never, ever betray her. At first, Aunt Martha stood beside me, issuing words of praise and encouragement. But eventually she seemed to tire, and instead of standing beside me, surveying my progress, she lowered herself onto the ancient bench beside the tree. Aunt Martha patted the space on the bench, and I went to sit beside her. I asked her, How old is this tree? Sebastian, this magnificent, giant oak tree. Well, it has no beginning, no end. Trees, they experience the past and the present simultaneously. As she spoke, Aunt Martha had been looking skywards beyond the swaying branches, but now she turned her gaze on me. She held up her black bag with a broad, friendly smile and a little mischievous wink. And then she said to me, do you want to see what's inside? And of course I did.
tune back in to one of the final episodes of this first series of the Wonderful Us podcast to find out what happens to Sebastian and Aunt Martha. You've been listening to the Wonderful Us podcast, hosted by Susan Pallister. In the Wonderful Us world, everything is interesting and everything is good. <laughs>